Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And in today's Word for the Day, I want to begin a series entitled How to Read the Bible. And by that, I don't mean how to be literate or how to uh, uh, have the skill of reading. I mean specifically what kind of knowledge and skills um, does it take to read the Bible well and to get the most out of your Bible reading. Um, I think we all know that, um, you know, there are religious groups or individuals that will use the Bible and actually say things that contradict the Bible. So it's important to know how to read the Bible rightly um, and read it well. So I want to spend some podcasts talking about that. Hopefully, um, for some of you, this might be a refresher. For some of you, this might be new. But just kind of give you some uh, aids to help you as you read the Bible. So today I want to start with with one idea. Um, It's the idea that the Bible is the Word of God. What does that mean? So a key text is this. It says in 2 Timothy 3.16, All Scripture is inspired by God. All Scripture is inspired by God. So the idea there is that, that The text of the Bible, um, though it's a human text, ultimately comes from God. Uh, Inspired is a a translation of a Greek word, theonoustos, and it literally means God breathed, God breathed into it, so that we can call it the Word of God. So, for example, Jesus, uh, referring to the Old Testament and his own his own sayings, we call it the Word of God. Um, The apostles in the New Testament talked about the preaching of the gospel as the Word of God. So, yet at the same time, if you have a Bible in front of you, if you have a Protestant Bible, it has 66 books in the Roman Church and in the Orthodox Church, they also include some other books called the Apocrypha. As Anglicans, we use those books as well, but we don't see them as the same level as the other 66 canonical books. Read them for edification and encouragement and moral formation. Um, but I might talk about that topic in another episode. But but there are these 66 books, number one. Number two, it's clear they're all written by human beings. They're written in a particular language. Um, almost all the Old Testament Hebrew with a couple of small sections in Aramaic New Testament and Greek, particular languages from particular places. And it's clear that there's different genres. And again, we'll dive into genres in another episode because it's so important to reading the Bible well. Um, And there's styles. You can read one book and pick up on a style of someone's writing. Read another book and pick up on another style. And then there are specific historical and human elements that are in the books. So we call it the Word of God, yet it's written by people. How do you work that out? Well, I think the best way to think about that is to use the analogy of the Incarnation. So when the church talks about Jesus, the church says he's fully God and fully man, fully God and fully human. And what they mean by this is the aspect of Jesus that is divine is 100% divine. The aspect of Jesus that is human is 100% human. 
And yet these two natures exist in one person in a perfect integrated union. That's the incarnation. That's how we kind of capture what it means to say Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is God and man. Jesus is incarnate. So the Bible's the same way. It is fully divine and fully human. And God delivers his word through human words. Um, that's how it works. Um, the writings are historically conditioned. The writings have the marks of people writing them. They're written in certain times. They use certain language conventions. They have a context. And yet as we study and read and discern the scripture, what we discern is God's word to us. Now, there's, there's important questions about, for example, well, the Old Testament to the New Testament, there's changes. What do we continue to read? What do we not continue to read? We're going to talk about those kind of things because they're really important for reading the Bible. But we start with this truth. It's, it's the word of God. It's fully human, fully divine. Therefore, it has authority. It has authority because God is the ultimate author. So therefore, I, I read my Bible, I study my Bible, and I want to know how to read it well because I want to order my life under it. I want to submit to its authority because by submitting to its authority, I submit to God's authority, which is at the heart of being a disciple of Jesus. So I hope these next few episodes are helpful for you as you uh, continue to grow as a disciple and learn how to read the Bible. God bless and have a great day.